All right. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. And this is a bit of a milestone episode for us. This is number 40 wow. for us since June. 40. So it puts us on a pretty good clip. Been exciting, mm-hmm. yeah? It huh? has been exciting. How you doing, babe, by the way? Y- you know what? I'm doing good. good. I picked up a little bit of a you, you and our whole family at Ram All 19 everybody. of us, and <laughs> not through everyone, but almost one or two days. It didn't damper our fun at all. We had 19 of us here with 11 grandchildren and eight adults. And oh, it was crazy. It was so much our fun. Our house looked like a battle zone. It still does. <laughs> for up, about a week. Upstairs, it still does. Yeah. So we're, we have a bonus room up there. We're all, we put nine of the grandchildren to her in. They slept just all over yeah, the place. Yeah, it was hysterical. And um, so when we took down Christmas after the new year, we just threw everything up there yeah. with everything that's it's already there. It's there waiting for us to go up and it put is. everything It is. We just shut the door and act like it's not there. But I, I got to tell you, babe, you did not decorate <clears throat> as heavily this year as maybe you have in past years. There's not I'm as si- much to I'm do. simplifying. You well, are. Well, we don't know. We haven't gone up there yet. But That's true. You know, we... We're trying as we're getting older. It's like, oh, shouldn't should we all do all this all the time? But we had so much fun with the kids, and we we pray that your family, you had a blessed Christmas and yeah. new New Year's holiday, yeah. or New Year's is starting off good and and yeah. For us, it feels <laughs> excuse me, it feels great to be back under the headset. We have not recorded an episode in a few weeks. A month, we yeah. we did a few, got them ready and edited and ready to drop, but. And so we could kind of get ahead and, and take we a knew, couple of weeks off during. We knew the our family was going to be here, right. and we wanted to enjoy them and not work. So it was really wonderful, and um, I'm missing it. Yeah. I'm missing not yeah, having. I'm really excited to be here. The, today, all the grandkids here, yeah, and the chaos that it created. It, but it was fun. Absolutely, I loved it. So this is uh, we're excited. This is wrapping up mm-hmm. what's been uh, a long series for us, ten mm-hmm. parts uh, mm, called Kickstarters right. to. A powerful or healthy marriage, and uh, just in the way of a, a very brief recap, it's uh, it comes from those ki- we call them Kickstarters. It's ten tips mm-hmm. uh, that if if we will just by nature do them, mm-hmm. you can't help but have a pretty healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, period. So, and it comes from uh, Ephesians chapter five, verse fourteen through twenty-one. Which are those verses right before? The ones everybody knows about wives submitting your husbands as unto the Lord. Right. Husbands, love your wives mm-hmm. as Christ loves the church. Probably the most foundational verses in all the Bible on marriage. It comes right before that. And, and I believe that he's preparing the reader, us, uh, for those beautiful verses, mm-hmm. 22 on, verse mm-hmm. 22 on in that chapter, uh, which are the big, powerful verses. So we've talked about nine of those things. It's wrapped up with a statement that I guess at first blush, you wouldn't think of connecting this concept with marriage, but mm-hmm. Paul Paul did. He drops this little one-liner right in the middle of talking about how to have healthy relationships and particularly how to have a healthy marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. He says, in the fear of God there in verse 21. And you always wonder... What exactly is, is the fear, the fear of, of the Lord? That's yeah. what we've been talking about, you and I, before yeah. this podcast. Of yeah. What is it? What is the fear of the yeah. Lord? To me, it's really interesting that he wraps up these 
not there's nine previous Kickstarters. This would be the tenth, but this one kind of binds them all together. That's right. It's not even really a Kickstarter. It is. It holds it the is, whole thing together. It is. It's the glue. Yeah, because he he's talked about uh, walking not in the wisdom of the world, but in the wisdom of God, mm-hmm. uh, understanding and knowing what the will of the Lord is, mm-hmm. redeeming the time, our mouths speaking life, not death. There's been nine of these, and it almost seems like. He wraps up his thought by saying, in the fear of the Lord there, mm-hmm. as if to say, the only motivation anyone could possibly have to live so countercultural and counterintuitive right. to our <laughs> own self-worshipping ways, right, right. right, would be because we operate in the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's the motivator. That's what makes us different. Absolutely. It should make us different yeah. than the world around us. Absolutely. So let's talk about in the fear of the Lord and um, uh, what it might mean, and then a few examples maybe, but really this is kind of just a recap mm-hmm. of where we've been the last nine episodes. Um, real quickly, I think that too many people, I was just doing some pretty casual reading through some commentary stuff and others, by the way, books have been written on the fear of the Lord and fearing God, what it, what it means. Um, it's, it's, uh, mentioned in various forms, the fearing the Lord, the fear of the Lord, the fear of God or fearing God. And you, and you never, you don't uh, want to think of it as terror. No. Kind no, of fear. No, it's never, particularly in the new Testament, it's never put forth as a negative. Like you think oh, of okay. terror of the dark or terror of heights, well, something that that shrinks me and I cower back mm-hmm. from. It's never that. It's always a, a, a positive. positive. But it's but it's there about a hundred t- around a hundred times in the New Testament and more than that in the Old Testament. So apparently, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal with God. You bet. What I was starting to say was so many that I read simply, I guess, over. I think oversimplified it. The concept of what it means to live with the fear in the fear of the Lord, uh, with just simply having reverence for God or respect for mm-hmm. God, and while it clearly includes that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it it, uh, it includes a reverence for God, an awe of God, and a and, and a respect for God. Uh, but it's not just that simple, because it it goes further than that to motivate us. I I thought of fear in the human experience. And it seems to me that God wired us with capacity for fear. It's true. We have it. Mm -hmm. To keep us from self-ruin. So it's not always, fear is not necessarily a bad thing. No, no. It it preserves our our life. Do you know how many times that I would have put my life clearly in jeopardy had I not had some concern or fear of something rise up. Right? Right. Well, a, a smart person does yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. I get a little example, kind of small, but it, I, I was thinking of this while we had all the kids here in the house. There was a point where all the grand the, the grandsons and my sons and son-in-law wanted to go out and do some street football right out in the street in front of the house. It's football season right now. All the kids want to play. And uh, I, I, I declined. I graciously... Uh, I'm 66 years old. And usually think you can do anything. Uh, do anything a 30-year-old can. And when they said, let's go out, we'll do some three-on-three three or four-on-four or whatever, I'm thinking, 
I I have fear. I know I'm going to blow gonna, up my Achilles. I'm going to um, um, umpire. <laughs> I won't be the same for weeks, mm-hmm. maybe months, mm-hmm. if I go out there right now and try to run with my sons and my mm-hmm. son-in-law and my grandsons and keep up with them. I'm going to blow something up. Mm-hmm. I just know it. So in that case, fear was good. Was a great thing. It preserves life. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord is a positive. To fear the Lord, it, it certainly includes awe and reverence. We, right. we we get that right, but it's something God wired in us to keep us from self ruin. Mm-hmm. We we would destroy ourselves if we did not have this impulse to fear certain things. Well, you know, when you're talking about this, I'm reminded as growing up as a child, I knew the Lord early. Yeah. So I had the Holy Spirit right. always with me, which was wonderful to be a child with the Holy Spirit. He gives you that healthy fear. And I would be, it would keep me from doing things I knew would ruin my life. Right. And I didn't hate that. It wasn't a negative in my life. It was a positive because I I looked around me and saw how other people lived and the things that they did. And I would go, if I do that, it's going to ruin me. Yeah. And I loved being that person that had the Holy Spirit to keep me. Right. And of course, I didn't keep me from all consequences. Of course, you're going to do some things that are absolutely stupid, but... Um, all in all, I had this healthy That's a good fear. Point, by the way, of I the think Lord. fear the fear of the Lord keeps us from being completely stupid. Totally. Right. Yeah, because we're gonna at, be at, at the very least it does that. Stupid. <laughs> but I'm not supposed to say that word either, because I know my grandkids don't say they that don't word. Say, but yeah. I guess I got old and I can say it, but it's the truth. <laughs> you know, it's it keeps you. I love that about I love that about that fear of the Lord. Right. And it's not a negative at all. It's, no. It is definitely a positive. So I think what Paul used it there, that's the way we're going to apply it. It's not a terror like someone has a phobia of heights or, or, or something like that. It's a healthy thing that God mm-hmm. gave us the capacity, an impulse that he gave us the capacity for that honestly protects us and keeps us and if we're from wise, ruin. And if we're wise— we will have a healthy fear of the Lord. Well, that's what the word says. Right. It says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge oh, or that's wisdom, true. right? That's so, true. Good point. So uh, the, the fear of the Lord is the very conception point for living any, in any kind of wisdom or understanding of how to make it through life without destroying ourselves. Right. right? So, okay, now take that, those mm-hmm. thoughts and tuck it into... Uh, view it with the lens of through the lens mm-hmm. of marriage. A biblical marriage. It would mm-hmm. say when Paul wraps up these things, redeem the time. Don't be drunk with wine. Be filled with the Spirit. Be thankful always in all things. When he does that, and he mm-hmm. wraps up the whole thought within the fear of the Lord. He's saying, if if you care about your your prosperity in life of mm-hmm. doing well, mm-hmm. then do these things. Otherwise. What can come by not being grateful, by walking in the wisdom of the world, by not understanding what the will of the Lord is, mm-hmm. all those things, not redeeming the time, ruin can come. Mm-hmm. And we, Shari and I were talking before we started to record today, we can recount so many couples, some of them 20, even 30 years old in their faith. I, I, I want to be very kind here and, and not judgmental or harsh at mm-hmm. all, uh, but in all gentleness here. 
there seems like there's no fear of the Lord in them because they have done the opposite of these things. Mm-hmm. They they have not spoken kindly to one another. They're used their mouths to speak really just mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. They don't redeem the time. It's as if they have no care for the things of God or the kingdom of God. No fear of the Lord is the only way I can say it. Mm-hmm. And what that le- has led to, it's why they call us because now their marriage is in ruin. Mm-hmm. There's no fear of the Lord, and where there's no fear of the Lord, there will ultimately always come ruin. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord brings us to the plans and purposes of God, which are for a hope and a future, right? Right. So no matter how you cut it, um, this this idea of the fear of the Lord is not a negative concept, right? Uh, particularly in the Bible. It's it's very positive. In fact, there's a, a passage that, that in Acts chapter 9, which is the story of those earliest believers— it just says that they all walked in the fear of the Lord. All the Christians in Judea and Samaria uh, and Galilee, at that point in the early church, they all walked in the fear of the Lord. It was the earmark of their life, right? And that is, correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, it's walking in his ways. Yes. It is saying, right. you're wiser than I am. Yep. You've said this in your word. Yeah. You you've commanded this kind of activity and sure. conduct and morality and blessing instead of cursing and right. all of that is saying it's this is the way that yeah. a Jesus believing person walks. Sure. Well, it brings us into some kind of obedience to the Lord. Right. Certainly. And, and not in a way of works, righteousness, right, right. but just for the blessing, right. walking in his blessing. And again, uh, applied to marriage, it leads one to understand that God designed this thing mm-hmm. for our highest good. And if we will live with a in, within the biblical design, mm-hmm. right? This is why we talk about building a theology for marriage. Right. The, the, the Bible is chock full of understanding about what it means to be a husband and what it means mm-hmm. to be a wife and how God designed our homes to operate and our very lives to operate, then the fear of the Lord is is the motivator to bring mm-hmm. compliance in our life to the designs and purpose of God. Uh, again, it's the beginning of wisdom or of understanding. I like that. I yeah. like the point because we need wisdom to have a healthy marriage. Right. And to put away our selfishness and to do it God's way. Right. We have to have that wisdom. And if we continue to act like we used to act and not take the wisdom because of because of our walk with the Lord, because right. we love Jesus, right. and because we have a healthy fear of the Lord, knowing that our ruin, yeah. well, our marriage will be ruined if we don't. There's the bottom line. Right. It's We all want that. We all want the happy healthy marriage that's a blessing to each right. partner, that you feel in unity and one with each other, and you love each other, right. and you're there for each other, all the things that the Bible describes you can have. But yet, why don't we right. do the things that build to build that? Well, because why don't we? I don't so, understand. We're such fleshy creatures. I guess so. We, right? You're right. The, the spirit's right. willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, you're right. Now, what the, the Lord, fear of the Lord does, mm-hmm. it provides... The motivation to the believer. Okay, that's a good point. Right, yeah. that's that's really the end. Uh, Hebrews chapter twelve verse twenty nine actually refers to it as the the most 
natural outcome of life, having received so much from the Lord. I guess it starts with gratefulness. Listen listen to this. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and Mm. godly fear. And there's those two words together. Mm -hmm. For our God is a consuming fire. Mm-hmm. And there's there there's the reality. It's not. I don't want to downplay the fear of the Lord as if it doesn't include true a trembling mm-hmm. at one with cool. such fierce authority and power, consuming fire and holiness and righteousness. Mm-hmm. Right. right? There should be that, but but it's not a a cowering negative fear. It's of we have received so much from this mighty God that the the fear of Him and the reverence and awe of Him should be the natural way. That we live. Well, and again, since I was raised in a Christian home, I loved my parents greatly and also feared them greatly. Um, but it was, I never wanted to disappoint them because I loved them. Great point. Not that I feared them, but I did because I knew right. the consequences to actions that weren't right. acceptable. But it wasn't because I was afraid of them. No. I loved them. Right. But then I knew. <laughs> You didn't want to disappoint them. Exactly. It's kind of a weird kind of. I love it. uh, You know, but it kept me. It kept me. That's what it does. Their oversight in my life was so much how I look at the Lord now. But that's what fear Mm -hmm. always does. Yeah. That's why God gave us the capacity for fear to keep us. Yeah. I just, like I said, looking back at my life. Don't touch that hot pan. That's right. Don't, yeah. (laughs) Fear that hot pan, the hot oven, right? So without it, we would, we would, we would suffer. We would destroy ourselves ultimately. Mm -hmm. And I know that certainly about me when I was in the world without Christ, I I would have self-destroyed. And we will destroy our marriages if we don't have the healthy fear of the Lord. Clearly that will be a happening of no fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, the great casualties that we're seeing today is marriage. And family destruction. Yep. So uh, I, I listed a few things here real quick. Let me just look through these. Uh, there are things I thought of real quick, mm-hmm. biblically, that that uh, are directly related okay. to mm-hmm. the healthy fear of the Lord. Freely forgiving each other. I mean, freely yeah. living in forgiveness of our spouses, their faults and fumbles and foibles. Freely forgiving mm-hmm. one another comes directly from the fear of the mm-hmm. Lord. Because of we've been forgiven so much. Yeah. And Matthew 18, great example. It talks about, Jesus tells a story there of a uh, uh, a ruler who is owed a debt mm-hmm. that a servant can't pay. Mm-hmm. He ends up forgiving of this great debt rather than selling him uh, uh, and his wife and children as slaves mm-hmm. to recoup the money that this servant lost. The master forgives him of the debt. So he keeps his family together, stays in the employment of his master, right? He goes straight out and chokes a fellow servant for a few pennies owed right. him. The, the end of that, because he withheld forgiveness, having, rece- having just received such great forgiveness, the master of the house says, bring him to me. He'll be handed over to the tormentors himself. Well, if, if we could get that concept right? of what we've been So you see the of. fear of the Lord here. Right. I don't want to be unforgiving. Mm-mm. I don't want be measured against unforgiveness right. myself, right? right? So Lord, make me forgiving mm-hmm. so that I'm not an ungrateful servant that becomes tormented in the end of mm-hmm. my life, mm-hmm. right? So husbands, wives, listen to me. Being a great forgiver is directly related to 
the fear of the Lord. Right. Right. Another one, rejecting the idea that is in the world dug in so deeply today, rejecting the idea that my marriage can be temporary. It's disposable, right? Mm -hmm. Rejecting that idea when the whole world around me treats it like it's disposable Mm -hmm. comes from the fear of the Lord. God's word in Matthew 19, 6 says, let no man divide what only God has put together, what God has has done. There's something about the fear of the Lord there in accepting this is permanent. Right. When I make this vow, it's permanent. Mm-hmm. When, when a Christian doesn't view their marriage disposable or temporary like the rest of the mm-hmm. world, that very dug-in, entrenched idea comes from the fear of the that Lord. Commitment. Let no man divide asunder mm-hmm. what God has put together. Mm-hmm. I love that, right? Yeah. So there's many things concerning marriage that find their genesis in the heart of one who genuinely has a healthy fear of the Lord and is guided by this impulse that I cannot do that. It will lead to my ruin. And when marriage, where marriage is concerned, there's certain behaviors and, and it, you may be listening today going, gosh, I, I've been tearing my marriage down with my own hands, mm-hmm. it feels like. Mm-hmm. Then may, our prayer would be that the fear of the Lord would ignite something in everyone listening. I like this point, though. Then you, mm-hmm. you said treating each other with care and kindness comes from the fear of the Lord. Absolutely. And one of the things I love most about you is that you're kind. Well, thank you, and, babe. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I know I tell you that a lot. I say you're nice. Right. But um, how, how, does that, how is that connected to the fear of the Lord? Well, again, in Matthew, mm-hmm. Jesus tells us that how we've treated the least of mm-hmm. these, we have done to him. And, and, the, and your spouse is so when more, I'm unco- than the, more than the, the least. least. So when I've treated you unkindly or without mercy mm-hmm. or harshly mm-hmm. or without respect, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, my heart is broken mm-hmm. right now, even talking about mm-hmm. it, because I know I have. I've done that from time to time. Well, more than time to time. <laughs> <laughs> but... But well, we that I've have. done that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what the scripture says. And, and it if, says it, what I've done to you, yes. I've done to and Jesus. And if you have not a healthy fear of the Lord, you don't care what you, you do to the Lord. You cast off restraint. You do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But when you do. Right. When you have a fear heart. of the Lord, you there's certain things where, and, and I wish, I, I would love to be able to sit here and say, uh, I, I always operate in the fear of the Lord. Therefore, would never treat right. my wife a certain way because that, means that I have treated Jesus that way. But but when I lack the fear of the Lord is when I get in the flesh. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And I do things that ultimately will lead to my ruin mm-hmm. and to your injury yeah. without the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord, gang, when Paul wraps up this whole treatment, verse, what, 14 through mm-hmm. 21 here in chapter five of Ephesians, it's the fear of the Lord that guides us into each of these behaviors. So that our marriages don't end up in ruin. How many times did you say it was mentioned in the New Testament? Around a hundred. So that might be a good study to do. Oh, for some huge. of you, if you're listening to this, thinking, "What is the fear of yeah. the Lord?" Yeah, do a study on it. Yeah, it'll help I your wrote, marriage. <laughs> I wrote this sentence down, and we'll turn a corner and start wrapping up here now. Uh, when men have no fear or reverence or respect or awe of the Lord, He will inevitably revert to life in the flesh, doing whatever pleases himself. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. 
the fear of the Lord, we do what's pleasing in His sight. Mm-hmm. Without the fear of the Lord, we are very naturally governed uh, under the influence of our mm-hmm. fleshy cravings and our self-worship, right? Uh, that person will manage his money any way he pleases. He'll manage his time any way he pleases. He'll use his words for any purpose he wishes. He'll even uh, pervert his own sexuality. Uh, and yes, he'll work in his or her own marriage to its own ruin without the fear of the Lord. Men who fear, respect, or in, and in awe of God's goodness will manage their life mm-hmm. completely differently. You're right. It's so true. You're right. That's what believers are. We who fear the Lord, mm-hmm. right? So, so let me wrap up this. I'm going to list these nine things we've talked about just to recap them. Okay. I'll start by saying, I'm going to put what Paul put at the, at the bottom here mm-hmm. in the fear of the Lord. I'm going to move it up to the top okay. and say it this way. Those who fear the Lord will wake up. They won't sleepwalk through this life. Mm-hmm. Those who fear the Lord will wise up. They won't walk in the wisdom of the world but will operate in the wisdom of God. Those who fear the Lord will redeem the time knowing that the day is short. Those who fear the Lord will seek to understand what the will of the Lord is. Again, these are all those Kickstarters. Mm -hmm. Those who fear the Lord will not be drunk with wine, but they will hunger to live a spirit-filled life. Those who fear the Lord, their mouth will speak life to their spouse, not death. Those who fear the Lord will worship God with unmovable devotion. Those who fear the Lord will be grateful always Mm -hmm. and for all things. And lastly, those who fear the Lord will have no problem Mm -hmm. mutually submitting Mm -hmm. to one another. I love that. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. So the fear of the Lord makes all these possible. It's the engine that drives the motivation Mm -hmm. for uh, every husband or wife listening, you and me included, babe. Mm -hmm. Yes. uh, To operate in these Kickstarters Mm -hmm. to a great and healthy marriage, right? I love it. Awesome. I know. Well, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. <laughs> I didn't think this would take 10 things. No, you didn't. 10 episodes, but no, there we go. she thought it would just take a you, few. But you did it's, it. It's been fun, right? Yeah, it has been fun. It's been great. So we're so glad you're listening in. Uh, stop by if you'd like. Uh, our website is kenandshar.com. Um, tell your friends about our podcast. And uh, we just love being here with you mm-hmm. every week. We can't wait for the next one, right? Uh-huh. All right. God bless your family. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.